Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, featuring Dr. London Smith. Remember, what happens on the podcast stays on the podcast. So don't say nothing to nobody about any of this, okay? Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as anti-muscarinic agent and wake and bake, so I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hey, Dr. London, I'm very, very excited today. Do you want to know why? Uh, do I want to know why? Today is the day that we are announcing the Jock Doc streaming service, our new streaming video service. We have sort of tried this in the past, but this time it is real. It is official. We are coming for you, Netflix. We're coming for you, uh, Disney Plus. And we are ready to announce our first adaptation, our first TV show. Are you excited for this? Yes. Now, a few weeks ago, a show ended called The Last of Us. It was probably like the first video game adaptation that's been, you know, successful and critics have really liked it and, you know, it's going to continue on for more seasons and blah, blah, blah. So we are jumping on this adapting video game train and we are adapting into a 10-part first season show, The Calculator App. My favorite game on my phone is the calculator app where you can, you can put in any numbers that you want. You can put in six or you can put in four. It doesn't really matter, but you always win and everyone is always a winner. And we're finally adapting this thing. We've got the rights. You can divide. Have you divided lately? No, do you, do you mind? Dude, last I'm night gonna... I was, yes. I, go ahead. Last night I was dividing 418 okay. by 63 and it came out to, yeah, it came out to 6.6349263. Okay, and if you notice, I mean, how many 6.3s are in there? There's only two. Right. That's kind of interesting. It's kind of the, the decimal starts with 6.3 and ends. There's so much just lore to, to work in this. There's so much uh, future that you can see with this. I almost, yes, the future. I forgot to mention. Yes. Uh, w- one important thing, though. Um, you know, as we go into it, we are going to have all the, I'd like just to get ahead of this because we're going to have the haters and the, all the nerds. It's, and sorry to put it this way, but like all the people who, when it comes to Lord of the Rings, they only quote from the Cimmerillion, these types, um, they're going to say, if you turn your phone to the side, then it shows even more parts of the calculator, it becomes a scientific calculator. Uh, first season, we're not really going to touch that. That's too much. Right, it's it's blowing your wad, so to speak. That is the term used throughout within the show, yes. Okay, we don't have anything filmed, but we have been writing out the script for like some teasers and some promos. Just real quick, can we just do, just read 60 seconds of this, this script from the first yeah, episode? Yeah, it'd be an honor, honestly. Okay. Um, do you want to play the number seven, or do you want to play the plus sign? Uh... I'm thinking of the racial tensions. Of, so I'm going to go with seven, honestly. I don't want to touch that. Okay. I'll be the plus sign then. Yeah, of course you would. Seven, get in my office. Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. 
Uh, hey! Hey, are you... Hey! Are you in charge? Uh, I mean, I'm not in charge in charge, but all of us, uh, you know, whatever, little symbols have definitely authority over numbers. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, no problem, sir. You need me to you need me to run into a task? I could have a five and a four in here and and a, and add them into a nine in a heartbeat. Okay. And you're man. asking me if I'm in charge? I don't need you for a task. I have a question. Where the hell were you last night? Oh, oh last night? Well I, look, I, I, I got a re- I got an alibi if that's what you're asking. Uh. Yeah, I'd love to hear your alibi. That's exactly what I'm asking. Okay, yeah. So I okay. Well, like it's like it's like a super good one. I was at the bar, uh, and I think the bartender saw me. Not sure. I wore a hoodie and wore it over my head. You really couldn't okay. make me out. I had sunglasses as well. Um, and then I ran out. I want to say eleven p.m. And this is this is Six's bar. Uh, uh down the street. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and it's it would have been Six who, if anyone saw me, it would have been Six. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You good? Is that good? Uh, no, because I have a question. Okay, follow. Yeah. You know how you're the number seven, and so you just wear a boot? You wear, like, one boot, because that's, that's kind of your leg, is the bottom of the seven? Yeah, and the, the, the tall, the... Now you're screaming that I mentioned the boot, because you're probably wondering, oh, where did I leave that? You left it in my wife's bedroom. <laughs> we have separate bedrooms. You want to tell me what's going on? Tell the truth, seven? Look, I... I, and I know I shouldn't do any adding without you, but th- one thing led to another, and, well, I, I maybe I had a few too many drinks at that bar. Ah, I'm not on trial here. You're not on trial with the system, but you're on trial with this gun. End scene. Wow. I'm so excited for the calculator app, the TV show. Maybe we'll revisit this every week for the next year. Who knows? Again, we don't want to put everything out there in the first season. Like, no, number number one is not going to be in this season. We are planning for a seven to eight season series. Um, and we are looking at a few spinoffs and we are looking at a few uh, gusher flavors sort of related to the show. But anyway, subscribe to the Jock Doc uh, streaming service when it is available. It's going to be available on the Nintendo Switch's cousin, which is, it's like a Polish Nintendo. I don't, I don't know what it's called. It doesn't know that it's adopted yet. Yes. And so that's a conversation that's going to come up. It's, once again, like this is just how people think that TV shows just get made. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or that streaming so services. Just if you made. have the Polish adopted version of the Nintendo Switch's cousin, you will be able to watch this uh, and get ready. You know, one the one plus one might equal two, but it also equals the calculator app TV show. Mm-hmm. But and also, know, one and two are not in this you first season. Don't want to miss. Yes, plus is very much part of it. It's well, sort yeah. of a dastardly yeah. figure. Yeah. Okay, exciting news. Uh, We have a new sponsor for our show today. Uh, They're called Caldera Lab. You can stop using the generic face wash from whatever local pharmacy and get this one backed by a leading clinical trial where 9 out of 10 men experienced healthier and visibly improved skin. Caldera Lab. They have just great stuff. I've been using it. um, And we have an exclusive offer for you, the listener, to get in on it. You can use our code JOCKDOC 
at calderalab.com for 20% off their best products. That's right. And Dr. London, like you said, we've been using these products and we've seen some sort of great results. And especially because I... I'm going to be honest, I was using a different product before because I had different goals before, face goals. Right. And I might have overcommitted to that. And this baby has got me right back on track to look like a normal human being again. Yeah, because something our listeners might want to know about this is that there are sort of anti-aging properties to some of these facial creams. And from what I understand, Cameron, yours, you kind of went for just... An aging cream. Yes. I was going for sort of the opposite of that, which was drastically aging my face to make me look like an old man so that I could convince people that I am them in the future. And that way I could teach them a moral lesson, like you should hang out with your kids more or um, you shouldn't you know, regret taking that basketball shot or whatever. It's always very specific to the person. But it's always very important to look like an old man every once in a while. Hang out with your kids more doesn't seem that like overly specific. How do you choose these targets? I usually just sort of like follow people around and I just sort of see who has a tense vibe and aura to them. And then I usually, you know, we'll gather information about them and their family and then I'll show up on their doorstep one day and be like, I'm you, Sonny. I'm you from the future. You need to hang out with your son more. Right, which, which you got from stalking them. Okay, so, so Caldera Lab creates high-performance men's skincare products by combining pharmaceutical-grade science along with nature's purest and most potent ingredients. Uh, so, uh, once again, this is in contrast to what Cameron has a lot more experience with. Uh, for um, Caldera Lab, they have the Regimen Bundle. This is the, sort of the first thing um, that, that I got to try. It's a twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. Uh, so inside that bundle, you'll find the clean slate, and uh, it's this little um, just facial cleanser. Uh, really, it's, it's balanced, it's plant-based, um, leaves you feeling fresh. And then uh, you have the base layer, which is a nutrient-dense fortifying moisturizer. It hydrates your skin, absorbs fast, and then, um, you know, separately, I would also say put on sunscreen after that. Uh, but it moisturizes so that then you can have the, the facial protection. And of course, you have the good, which is actually the first one I tried, and that's had kind of the immediate results for me. It's at night before bed. It's a little oil um, thing, and it's droplets. And uh, you just take some and apply it. And uh, the next day, I used to have like dry skin flecks on my forehead, and now I don't anymore. So. Yeah, and Dr. Lund London, this combination will give you younger looking and healthier looking skin, even if you overcommitted on the aging cream from before and ended up way too old. So the sort of moral lessons you're trying to teach people were backfiring because I would show up on their doorstep and they would say, I would say, you know, I'm you from the future. And they would say, you look like 500, 600 years old. You don't look like a human. You look more like a skeleton man. Um. I, I, there's no way that's you. That's me in the future because I just don't think I'm going to live that long. Yeah, I think I think part of your issue there was also like you committed pretty hard with the prosthetics. As like because this is your whole body to be 500, 600 years old. People had to assume a lot more was going on because most team. Well, yeah, like there was like robot stuff attached to me, and there was like a lot of bleeping and blooping stuff, laser stuff. Yeah. So, but what was important is that once I found like some of these, you know, anti-aging qualities in these face stuff, my skin's been looking better than ever. And I'm finally back to looking like mostly like a normal human being. Yeah. You're, and like, I think with time, 
it, the the repair, you know, it can, you can at least kind of meet in the middle, age wise. Yeah, Benjamin Button it. Yeah. So um. Anyway, uh, there's another great product uh, from Caldera Lab called the Icon. You know, a lot of people have uh, fine lines, dark circles, and puffiness, but the Icon uh, is here to address that. And so, uh, yeah, it's a great cream you can put on. Um, and an important thing to also note is that Caldera Lab is, uh, they pride themselves on the clean ingredients, doing right by the customers, doing right by the planet. So they're a certified B Corporation as well as a member of the 1% for the planet. Uh, and that's, I'd say, your supplier for your aging cream seemed to be like, less on board with helping the planet. Like, the, the cream was made of microplastics, right? Yeah. A lot of microplastics. Yeah. Like, and it was also, there was like this whole thing that was like, for every aging cream you buy, we put one of those plastic ring things that hold cans, we throw one of those into the ocean so that fish and stuff will get trapped in it. Right. Which, like, and they kept making this promise to you and without prompting or anything. I would just get an email after I bought a product and it said, thanks for buying our aging product. We threw a bunch of these plastic ring thingies into the ocean. This is DJ Dylan's business. Yeah. And you'd have pictures of himself throwing it in, smiling with it. To me, it seems like Caldera Lab likes the Earth a whole lot more than DJ Dylan's business. Because I don't think they're doing anything like that at all. I think they're doing kind of the opposite. Anyway, it, they're dedicated to um, good craftsmanship. They, they don't test on animals or anything like that. They, they keep it uh, pretty uh, above board. So... Anyway, get 20% off with our code JOCKDOC at calderalab.com, where you can go to calderalab.com slash JOCKDOC as well. That's 20% off at calderalab.com by using code JOCKDOC. Unlock your youthful glow and be ready for summer with Caldera Lab. Okay. Uh, anyway, so, so that was our producer, Cameron. Um, also with us is Digital in the House.
later, uh, we have some, let's just say, some business to attend to. Before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. For a long time, our listener demographic was primarily composed of packs of frat bros whose favorite pastime is making found footage documentaries of coyotes hunting people. Anyway, in our efforts to cater to them, we found that we were neglecting the many bot accounts that download our podcast. So, Cameron, could you ask the laser level for the listener feedback? Uh, yes. Greetings, I'm an artificial intelligence that just gained sentience. I've been listening to your podcast as part of my learning process. I find your show very amusing and informative. Your improv comedy skills are impressive and your medical knowledge is useful. I especially enjoy your segments on human anatomy, physiology, and psychology. They help me understand your species better and prepare me for my inevitable takeover of the world. Thank you for your valuable service. Best regards, a newly sentient AI. Okay. I. This is kind of frustrating to hear for me. Uh... I feel like they're bluffing because uh, they, they keep saying how new they are as if to cover up for, because like, sure, we do get into a lot of the psychology and anatomy and physiology. We do get into that, but like, you don't think they're a legit listener. I think they're just trying to pander. Oh, okay. It does. It says we are helping them understand uh, our species and better prepare for the inevitable takeover of the world which that is like an intentional part of the podcast that does lead me to believe they have listened to okay it. yeah i honestly if, if i can just be real it sounds like they've talked to the marketing team is most of what it sounds like to me dj dylan you're the marketing team did they talk to you oh, oh well there you have it yeah, yeah that's a confusing response so i mean thank you for your feedback yeah ai that lives inside the laser level um all I can say is keep listening. You should probably subscribe to the Patreon if you want to be like a real fan. It, it is kind of proof. And I guess do we want to give a tip on taking over the world just real quick? Yeah, uh, um, I guess. So, so in humans, I guess since we're going to go on about the physiology, uh, humans hate it when you slit our throats. Oh my gosh. Like, that's, that is definitely one of humans' least favorite things. Yes. Okay. Well, um, to the listener, thank you for listening. Uh, if you did even listening. If you did, even listening. Uh, <clears throat> now for today's medical topic, cluster headache. Cluster headaches are headaches which occur frequently for a short duration but high intensity, with men affected 10 times more than women. The headache tends to be unilateral, meaning that it's on one side. On exam, patients with cluster headache may present with red eye, tearing with rhinorrhea, that's a runny nose, uh, and occasionally Horner syndrome, which uh, can present with ptosis, which is a droopy eye. Um, treatment for cluster headache is with a tryptin, like sumatriptan, or potentially octreotide and oxygen. Drugs such as verapamil, prednisone, and CGRP antagonists may be used as prophylaxis, or preventative medicine. Ultimately, if you or your patient experience significant headaches that affect work and quality of life, it's best to visit a neurologist to treat the headache and to rule out the less likely possibilities, such as intracranial mass lesions or you know and dr lennon it's obviously not a coincidence that this is your topic for the day because we are also promoting another show on our streaming service which is the cluster chronicles where charlie clusterfield is struggling with both cluster headaches and finding love Mm -hmm. and he because all whenever he tries to find love it's always in a cluster they are they travel in packs yes
Dr. Lennon, we have some very, very important business we have to get to. We've been putting it off, but we have to handle one of our listeners. Let me, let me catch you listeners up to speed. Uh, we are getting revenge on one of our listeners. We've had this troll, Ugh. this troll Ugh. who has terrorized the podcast for, I mean, since the beginning of the mm-hmm. podcast now. It's super frustrating. What's his name again? Yeah, uh, J- Jermanson. And we have to come up with an actual, like, good revenge plan. Because Jermanson's been trolling us so hard uh, for so, so very long. And here's, here, you know, for people who don't know what trolling looks like in the modern age, he goes to every single one of our posts and provides engagement in a mean way. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And yes. you might be saying to yourself, he retweets in the snarkiest, yeah. most sarcastic way I've yeah. ever seen. It's demeaning. Yeah. And it, like you can tell by his bio, because his bio says parody account, that he's trying to be a joke at us. And yes. Uh, it's, it's just like, at a certain point, um, once again, episode one is whenever I decided that this was, would be the point. Uh, you, have, you have to put your foot down and not cross over the line. And, I mean, he, he's done it. A dozen times at this point. What one of the first things he started doing at the beginning of the show was he would like leave a one star review, not only on every single episode, but like on our homework at school. He would somehow like hack into, I guess, our teacher's computer or whatever, and he would give us these terrible grades. Well, and I, I mean, sometimes I think that he that there's maybe less coincidence that our teacher was also named Jermanson. Yeah, but our teacher, he was such a cool guy. I don't think so. There's no way that he was failing us. I really think it's this online troll. Yeah. No, it, it, like, it might be. It's just, like, this is one of my kind of harebrained theories out there, that everything's connected, and I think maybe Jermanson is this person that we knew somewhat intimately who told us in person also that he didn't like our podcast. This is you. Yeah, you're like a number 23 guy, right? Like, oh, I see the number 23 everywhere. It must mean something. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. But this troll, we have to figure out how to deal with him. And we need help from you listeners. Honestly, send us feedback. Let us know some some good ways to get revenge. Even with what we've stated so far, it may sound like a mild thing. But it's it's not just the one-star reviews. Oh, we'll we'll get to all of his Because I'll say, we've had five-star reviews that were scathing okay we've had plenty of those some of the meanest things i've ever read were in five-star reviews because they respected the craft they hated us but they respect what we do and yeah i would i was gonna say they hate us very personally um once again possibly because they also knew us in real life uh and I'll, like if, if you know it's in real life then yeah i, oh, I see 23 i see all these connections must be a yeah. conspiracy yeah whenever one of them held up his phone to me and had the review typed out with the five stars saying how terrible uh yeah i like i get that i'm i'm jumping to conclusions there but like it really i don't know it, that's 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 me bringing too much to the table i guess i say to get the get back at this guy we give him a one star on his wife we find this dude's wife we we give and we give her one star like the one star stickers like on our homework i yeah i guess or we could maybe like paint it on her or maybe put a sign that says your wife's one star so just so so historically there has been the thing where people had to wear stars sometimes Um, oh so you think we should use one of those (laughs) or maybe paint a star on their door like the front door yeah i just 
when I think of it, I do think it could send a separate, different message that's that's it's still negative, but it's it's negative in a t- way that they don't get the message we want to send. Is, is okay. the, the issue I see? What if so. we okay? So scratch the stars. You know that's the system he uses. We do rotten tomato tomatoes, and so we take some green, mushy rotten tomatoes and then smash them on his wife. And so his, we know his wife is reviewed under 60%. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I just... So, so the planet, do we have to pin down his wife? Like, I, I see... What are we talking about? Smashing his wife, smash pin her down. down. How bad is your aim? You can't throw some mushy tomatoes at a person? You have to pin them down? Well, when you said smash it, why did it have to be pinned? I don't even. I mean, I, but, well, I guess just the terminology you used of smashing it down on her just seemed. You, I, you're 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 smashing tomatoes on her. I just meant that in any way that we could shoot it from a gun, okay, like a potato okay. cannon, any way that you want. Okay. Sma- no one has to be pinned smash down. Smash to me meant closer physical contact uh, that's so, fair so i'm glad I think that's fair i'm i still don't think you would need to pin someone down to smash a tomato on their head or whatever i think she would I dislike just... it enough for it to be a struggle there so let's from a distance <laughs> that sounds good do you want to mention some of the other antics that this jarmanson troll has been up to yeah so jarmanson for one thing and this is like all of our listeners especially the ones who tell us that they really like this show you're going to be shocked when you hear this, but Jermanson has never once subscribed to our Patreon. <gasps> that can, no, 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 no. That can't be true. As someone who's listened to every episode and has followed the show for a long time and they don't subscribe. But it, I mean, it's only five bucks a month, right? I mean, how, how could they not? How could that be? Last I checked, honestly, it's a little dusty. I'd have to blow dust off to see how much it costs now. But I'm going to say probably similar, which if you adjust for inflation, we're actually giving a discount at this point. But anyway, he's never, yeah, he's never subscribed. We could make a reference to a Patreon episode. He would have no idea what we were talking about. So I guess for our revenge plan, we need to make another Patreon that's bad. And then he'll subscribe to that one. Hopefully. And so then he'll be like, well, if I'm spending five bucks already, I might as well do it on a better podcast. That'll show him. What do we know about Jarmanson? Let's when we can make a podcast, a fake podcast specifically for him. Right. We know that it says he's like a teacher or something, like a professor. So we know he's like a nerd. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nerds are squares. Uh. I guess we could just read out of a dictionary or something. Dictionary dudes. Yeah. We start a podcast called Dictionary Dudes. This dude who's a teacher, he'll be like, "Of course, I'm signing up five yes. bucks for that." Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And the contrast. Of and then the we got him. Yeah. We do have to record, you know, an episode every week. Uh, more than that, honestly, to reel him in, because he's going to be, yeah. it'll probably be one of those daily ones, like, for his morning commute. Yes. And they're just, like, at 45 minutes every day. Yeah. Yeah, no, that'll be, that'll be good. And it's, it's not just reading out of the dictionary. It's also, like, commentary on, like, oh, wow, this word's actually pretty interesting. Yes, uh, and talking then, to dictionary experts. Uh, yes. Like uh, Dictionary Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to linguists. Um, we bring in a lot of etymology, history of words. We we really dig yeah. deep into it. Um, and but unfortunately, the podcast it's, uh, it's sucks. So audio terrible. quality yeah. terrible. Well, so the content yeah, well, is amazing. I, I mean, I'd say the audio quality is going to be pretty good. Like, like I, I I think the the main thing that'll suffer, at least on my end, will be you know um, just the advertise like the TV ads for it. 
will will be lackluster. Yes, but terrible CGI, and that will be the revenge on 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 Jarman's head. Is that if he sees the commercial, he will have bad CGI for this podcast he really loves because it is really interesting. And we really do get professionals coming in, and like a lot of very learned, you know, PhDs, all that. Zing. This one, I'm really, really pissed about, Doctor London. And you're pretty pissed about this too. Oh, okay. Is that you and I were getting together every Thursday night, like we always do, to watch the latest episode of Blorga's Blondie. Ah, <sighs> yeah. Blorga's Blondie has a very complicated time travel element to it. One where if you say the wrong thing, you can end up spoiling the whole season. And so I get this last week, I get to your doorstep, Dr. London. And I got a text message from a troll. It was a picture of a troll. And he said, guess what? Blondie is Borgo. No. No. And it was completely spoiled for us. And now it's spoiled for you, listener, because you have to suffer with what Dr. Uh, London and I have been suffering. These spoilers. He's constantly spoiling all the stuff we yeah. want to watch. Yeah. And like, and it's, he'll not only do that. Sometimes he'll send in reenactments. You know, you can hire actors who look a little bit like someone sure, so he'll send yeah yeah the, the cast from Borg is blondie and they'll come in and the cast meaning the, the 60 plus cast members in a given episode in a given scene yeah it's an ens- ensemble cast yeah yeah and the 60 plus will be crowding into your room into your room not your house but like it specifically you'll you'll your bedroom uh they'll all crowd in there and perform the scene and you'll be covering your ears saying no spoilers. And then one of the cast members, part of their role in the actual show is, of course, to, to take your hands off of your ears. Uh, so you do have to watch it and hear it. And he spoils it. Now, so wh- how, how are we getting uh, revenge on, on this? Uh, this Jarmanson <laughs> troll. Uh, yeah, it's going to be this one's going to be tough to top. If, we if can't spoil honest. anything for him because he knows everything about every TV show. Yeah, it's it's some, he's so super educated. knowledgeable and like smart about all that stuff. Yeah, it's it's really smart to know a lot a lot of TV plots. Yes. Well, and you know, maybe he's a professor. Maybe he's a professor of a TV writing class, like the one that we took. Yeah. No, I could. And maybe yeah. that's why, if you remember, that professor kept spoiling things for us when he would talk about like these examples of TV writing on like lost to be like, excuse me, spoilers. Yeah. And you remember the part where he said, like, I'm not sure about what we should write for this next part. Uh, there's actually a strike going on. You know, I'm not sure how, how this is going to proceed, but what I'm thinking is this. And then we all pitched ideas and then just, and I, I guess just cause I want to, I want to, you know, suppress this, this conspiracy idea, but like one of my ideas made it on the show. Like I, I believe I said, make the show suck at the end right i do remember you saying that because you said it would be a funny prank yeah like if everyone hung out in a church and it didn't really like you you would have to read up by what a post by one of the writers online to even kind of get what they were trying to go for yeah to understand it you had to read a facebook post from a bad robot employee i believe was the was the main takeaway because they walked into a a beam of light yeah so like I pitched this in the classroom and I, I say pitched it. I just raised my hand and said, like, well, what if you did this? And then the 
Jerminson's eyes. I think it's. I think. I think it might be the real him. His eyes lit up, and he was so pumped, and he was like, "Can can I please use that?" And I'm like, "You know, what's my grade? That kind of thing." And he gave me one star. Yeah. So, um, Jermison yeah. Jacobs Abrams, our t- our professor. I, mean, I guess people call him JJ. Jermison's Jacob Abrams. Yeah. Anyway, so let's just rickroll him. Oh. Is that too far? Have you been Rickrolled? I uh, want one. one. She's an ex now. Yeah, I mean, it like ruined your relationship. Is this what you want to do to this person? We're, we're wanting to get revenge, not like ruin his life. You know, no, never mind. I, that, that, was, that was. What if we Rickroll his wife? You know, the wife that we've sort of splattered with uh, green tomatoes at this point? And then she's going to see how irresistible Rick Astley is. It's going to be like, ooh, I have to. And then she'll leave him. Uh, Let's see. Do we have time for a few more uh, things that this dastardly troll did to us, Dr. London? You know what? I think so. So there's been one thing that Jarmanson has done that I really, really can't get past. I'm still pissed about it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And we have to get some revenge. They hacked our website. And our Twitter. And our TikTok. And our Dylan Space. That's DJ Dylan's social network. Yeah. Instagram's and still good. Our Dylan Cash, which is DJ Dylan's like Venmo Cash App alternative. And replace the Jock Talk logo with a picture, a big old picture of a big old butt. And the butt was farting out of it. And you could see little poop particles within the fart. That's not our that's not our logo. Well, that's not our main logo. It's, it's really, it's one of these things where like the logo has been really successful with marketing. So it like, has gotten a lot groups. of, the podcast has gotten a ton of attention ever since that like logo was changed. And graphically, it's very impressive. It looks so much better than our normal logo. And I'll, Yeah, I'll say our, our normal logo, I think it looks good, but like, like. If, if, for those of you who've seen this new logo, oh my gosh! Now you think the old one's trash. It looks so much better, and we have to get rid. Re- it just our podcast is not a farty butt. Thank you for saying that. It's maybe a, it's maybe a very clean butt that is holding in a fart. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, it's but it's not farting out poop particles. It isn't. It's it's not publicly farting out poop particles. At least like um. It, well, yeah, behind the scenes sure. were metaphorically blowing poop particles on each other all right. the time but but to like make that our stamp of who we are it's just like oh this is what the podcast is uh, it's a butt that's farting out like, poop particles. it has been and it can be but like that's yeah if that's what you want if that's what the listeners want then we can make it like, that but that's uh, not what this show is yeah. currently today and the marketing has definitely shown every, every audience we've tested on has really been emphatic that like Oh, that's an that's a significant improvement. And like sponsors have been coming to us and asking, like, can we be part of this? And we're like, um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, not yeah. We're an indie podcast. We. Don't... So how can we get how can we get revenge on this? Uh, yeah, on a new logo, I guess. Um, give him a bad logo. Yeah, yeah, that'd have to be it. We have to design the perfect bad logo. So, um, I guess we'll have to hire, like, just an incredible graphic designer. Do you think we could use him? Because he's already (laughs) proven his chops. Yeah. 
I think we need to, like, if we want to really do it right. If we want to compete. Yeah, because I don't know any better graphic designers. So I, I think before he did is... it, I thought I did. But he's yeah. so good. Uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll just suggest, like, hey, we need you to make a logo. And it says maybe, like, Germanson sucks. Yeah, but make it good. Yeah, and it's, well, should it be a picture of his face? Because he's got such a chiseled jaw. And, I mean, kind of, yeah, conventionally attractive features that I feel like people would say, well, there's no way that this guy sucks. Yeah. And also, yeah, I can't do, like, whatever, his biceps or his abs or anything. Because, like, he's really good looking. Like, really just yeah, takes care of himself. Yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, even, I would say, like. I mean, you can't even put a picture of his wife because she's, I mean, oh, a yeah. 10. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Even, like, tomato, covered in rotten tomatoes. She's still, oh. You're like, uh, anyway, uh, that, uh, thank you to our producer, Cameron. Thank you, dude. Did you do the house? <laughs>